It's time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is on 103.9 FM WXAN. It's presented by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries located at 420 South Street in Murfreesboro. Their worship services are Sunday morning at 11.30 a.m. and they welcome you. Time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who you are. I had no income. I had no credit. I had nothing. When I say nothing, I couldn't even pay attention. I mean, I had nothing. And I was laying on my couch one evening, just angry, mad, but... My daughter-in-law was there with me, and I was laying on the couch one evening. And this is why I'm telling you, do not pray for things. Seek after God and his righteousness. I was laying on the couch, and, and, and the Spirit of the Lord said, I'm getting ready to give you a house. Now, you got to understand, I have no down payment. I have no credit. I have a, a, a bankruptcy. I have nothing. I don't have a job. I have nothing. I got up, my daughter-in-law, at that time, I called her my daughter-in-law. She was there at the house. I said, Nettie, Nettie, come on. I said, God just said he's getting ready to give me a house. Come on, Nettie, let's go. We went uptown. We got boxes. I began, see, when God speak, begin to move, move, move on faith. Begin to trust God. Now, how in the world, if you look in the natural, how in the world are you going to get a house without a car, without down payment, without credit, without a job? and all of this here going on, how you going to get a house? But God said it, and that's all that matter. I got up. I got them boxes. I packed every box and put it in the corner. I packed everything when he spoke it. I got up, got them boxes, put them boxes in the corner, taped them up, and laid back down. Let me tell you something. Minister Logan, this is where she comes in at. She come to the house, and she asked me, she say, are you moving? And I, my answer to her, yes. When God speaks something to you, keep your mouth shut. Don't verbalize because what happened, not, and I'm, I'm speaking spiritually. I'm speaking spiritually. Keep your mouth shut because you can talk yourself out of blessing. And when you talk too much, it gives Satan an ear to jump on it. So keep your mouth shut. Remember me telling you last week, sometimes we get so overwhelmed in our trials. We get so overwhelmed and you can get so overwhelmed that you'll go to prayer and you'll start praying foolishly. You'll start praying, Lord, I need help. What am I going to do? Lord, this and Lord, oh God, mercy. You know, when you get in that state, because let me tell you something, Satan will hit you so hard that you'll get in that state. And, 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 and this is what he wants. He wants you to begin to speak negativity. So what he does, he'll come back to back. He'll hit you with the job. He'll hit you with the kids. He'll hit you with sickness in your body. He'll start hitting you back to back. And so sometimes it gets so overwhelming on us. And if you're not careful, you'll go into your prayer room and you'll begin to say, Lord, why me? Oh, Lord, I can't take this. You don't want to never pray that out loud. When you get in that situation, you go before God. Let me tell you something. This walk that I have walked have not been easy. And sometimes Satan has put on me more than I 
think I could even bear. I don't see how nobody could uphold on such stuff, but never go into God present with a negative conversation. If you got negativity in your heart, you go to God and you shut your mouth and you allow your spirit to talk to God. I've had negative stuff in me. I've had stuff, Lord, what am I going to do? Lord, I'm so tired. But I never verbalize it. I go to God and I shut my mouth and I let my heart talk to God. And God will give me the solution. He'll give me the answer and he'll fix it. So I'm saying we are human and some of these things will and it can overtake us. But don't never go praying out loud negativity. If you got negativity in you, keep your mouth shut and let your heart talk. Because all of us got it. And what happened when the pressure's on you, when you press something, it'll come out. So when it feel like it's going to come out, you go in there and you lay before God and tell God, let him read your heart. He do not read your mouth anyway. God talks to us from our heart because our mouth are programmed to say anything. So you go before God and you let him read your heart and then he'll fix it. But if you open your mouth and say something, I promise you that devil is waiting and he going to put the machine gun on you and, and, and put more on you. And so if you keep your mouth, he cannot read your mind. Regardless of what you think, that devil cannot read your mind. He's not omnipresent. He's not omniscient and he's not omnipotent. He can't read your mind. So this is why he put the, he put you back to back. He putting that stuff on you back to back because he wants you to open up and verbalize it. And then once you open up and verbalize it, then you seal, you seal your negativity and you are sealed. You communicating with him. But if you just shut your mouth and even when that negative stuff is in your heart, just talk to God from your heart, but never verbalize and open anything negative. So I said that to say this. When Minister Logan came in the house, she said, are you moving? Yes. Anybody come in the house? Are you moving? Yes. But God said it. I didn't know when. I didn't know how. But I knew that God said it. And that's all that matter. And guess what? She's on here and she will tell you. Three weeks later, three weeks, I moved into my house. Now, when I say when God intervened, now listen, listen, listen. A miracle it's when God intervenes in the natural and the natural laws are suspended. That's what you call a miracle. When God bypasses all the natural laws and he does something and bam, there it is. He's done it and you didn't need faith for it. You didn't need anything. That's called a miracle. But God very seldom works in line. with. with he very seldom does a miracle. He does it all the time. Everything he does is a subtle miracle or it'll be a blatant wide open miracle but when God works he usually usually works in line with the law with the laws of nature okay that's that's what a miracle is but three weeks later I moved into that house and let me tell you something how did I move into that house because God bypassed all the natural law the natural law says you have to have a down payment the natural law say you have to have credit the natural law say you have to have a job. I had no job. I had no credit and I had no money, but I signed my lease. I signed my uh, mortgage to a house that I moved in three weeks later. And that's the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And just about it's been, I think it was in two, 
maybe 2.13, I'm sitting in the car with the prophetess, and the prophetess said, God getting ready to give you another home. And she said, it's a beautiful home. She said, the structure is just awesome. And she said, it's just beautiful. And guess what? I Less than six months, three to six months, guess what? The deed was put in my hand by the owner of the house. Are you hearing me? So I said this to say this. Don't spend your time praying for things. If you got a job you and God, that job is for you, you're going to get that job. You're going to get it if it's for you. You praise God. If that, if that job is not for you, then he got something better for you. He got something better. I remember one of the members had applied for a job, and uh, this job denied her. And we were always a little disappointed, but guess what? She got hired with a better job, better benefits. So this is how you got to walk through faith, trusting God with every expect of your life. If I don't get a job, I say, thank you, Jesus, and keep on pushing. If I get a job, then I say, thank you, Jesus. Because if I don't get that job, it's something better he has for me. So I said this to say that when you're going before God, don't pray for things. Don't pray for things. You give him praise. In, in everything, but don't pray for things. If it's for you, it's going to happen. And I tell you, I've got one of the best top-of-the-line jobs. Didn't pray one day for the job. Are you hearing me? Minnesota Logan, I tell you, when I came back here, I had four top-of-the-line jobs. I mean, they were top-of-the-line. And I, I turned each one of them down because I, God wanted me to sit with him for the first three years that I was here. I sit at the foot of Jesus, just studying praying and resting in him. And when he got ready for me to have a job, he had our apostle in Tennessee. He's called. He said, God is getting ready to give you a job. And he said, with this job, you'll stay there. And when you leave that job, you'll be full-time ministry. And it wasn't the next day, the very next day, I was called to the Jackson County Housing Authority for an interview. And I've been there now 25 years. Are you hearing me? So trust God. Walk with God with all your heart. And he'll do He'll do, he'll do the rest. And you, you seek after righteousness. When you get on your knees, Lord, help me to do better. Help me to think better. Help me wherever you're at. But don't pray for things. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Now, let me go here and I'm going to say a few things. Okay? You understand that you're a king and a priest. And what does a king do? A king rule. Start ruling your life. How do you rule your life? You rule out every negativity in your mind. And don't say we don't have it because we all Satan will try to sneak them kids in there and lay on your mind. He'll try to sneak worry in there. Sometimes you don't even know what you're worrying about. And he'll try to just have you a mind that's troubling and 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 and. You control that. That's what you control. Hallelujah. You control that. Don't worry about nothing else. This week when you go forth, you go forth and check out those things that have been sitting there and get rid of them. You got to have peace in your life in every area. You got to have peace in your mind. You see, your spirit takes care of itself because that's a new creature in Christ. But your mind is what God told you to do. He told you to transform your mind. And until you transform your mind, you're going to always be a messy child of God. You're going to be messy because your mind 
and your spirit going to be all clammed up there together and you're just going to be a messy person. You're going to be messy because you're going to be cursing out of one mouth and, and praising God out of the other. You're going to be doing all kind of stuff. So we don't want to be messy Christian. So what you do is check it out. Go in there and take the word of God and shine the spotlight on whatever's in there lurking and hiding. Because when you go to bed, you got to go to bed in peace. You got to rise in peace. And how many have went to sleep at night and you get up and you have worry on your mind. And then when you wake up, you wake up and for a few minutes, you got some peace. Ain't no problem there. And then you go and pick up what you left off at. You go pick up that worry and here we go again. So we got to practice this. This is the, these are the things that we rule. We rule over controlling our temper. We rule over controlling our tongue. We rule over doing right. And we rule over ruling. We just got to rule with inside. And in my heart, in my mind, I got to have peace. Anybody come in my life with drama? You got to go. I don't do drama. I don't mind telling you. You got to get stepping. I don't have no drama. And I'm not going to let you bring your drama. You got to take charge of your life. If you don't, Satan going to keep you busy. Okay? Now, when you go before God for anything, you go in faith. Now, let me go over here to... Uh, let me read here. Okay. Listen what he's saying. Over in 2 Corinthians, I'm going to give you about 10 more minutes. I'm not going to hold y'all, okay? All right. 2 Corinthians, listen what Paul say. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, okay? Now, listen what he said. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Paul is not telling us how we shall walk. He's telling us how we do walk. As children of God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Okay? That's how we walk. Because now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So since it's not seen, we walk by faith. Okay? And when we walk by faith, you got to know that whatever you trust in God for, you got to go into the future. And the reason I say in the future, because if it's been released in this time zone, it's already yours. If it's been released in this time zone, all you have to do is acknowledge God in all his ways and go get it. I don't have to pray to God to go to school. If I want to go to school and be a nurse, go get it. It's already yours. It's already been released in this time zone, so it's already yours. But if it's not in this time zone, like a healing from sickness and disease and cancer, it's not in this time zone. So since it's not in this time zone, you got to go by faith and bring it into existence. This is how we do so. When you go into God and you got a condition going on in your body, and you trust in God for that healing, you got to go by faith and you got to bring it into existence. He says, when you pray, believe that you receive. When you pray, believe that you receive. When you pray, believe that you receive. There's nothing hard about that. When you pray, believe that you receive. That's not hard. So listen, what faith does, it goes to God and it makes its request known and it believes that it receives when you pray. Okay? 
It's done. That's right. It's already done. It's already done. Hallelujah. So you go by faith and you get it. Now, he said, now faith is, now faith is, now faith is. Let's stop right there. Now faith is. That word is means it's being. We don't have to go no further. That's a whole statement right there. Now faith is. Not faith is going to be. Not faith was. But faith is always now. Faith is now. So when you go to God and you make your petition known and you ask God and you receive how? By faith. Why? Because you believe that you receive when you pray. Now you got to understand that Satan is going to fight you because he works in the realm of the five senses. He works in the realm of what you can see, hear, feel, and touch. And so he fights us because we can see this thing. But you got to go by faith, and faith is always now. When you go to God and you ask him for something, God is always now. You don't go to God saying, one day, Lord, if it's your will, Lord, and there is a time that you pray if it's your will. The only time you pray if it's your will, if it comes up to taking a job, if it comes up to marrying somebody, if it comes up that you need to move, then you pray if it's your will, Father. That's when you pray if it's your will. But if it's something that God has already done because he said he sent his word and he healed him, he said by his stripes we are healed. He said my word is medicine to all your flesh. That's something God already done. He sent Jesus to do it. So all you have to do is receive it. Don't go praying doubt by saying, if it's your will. It's God's will that you be healed because Jesus came to do his father's will. You got to wrestle all these demons. You got to fight these demons with everything you got. And you got to fight him with the word. It is his will that you be healed. So you don't go there saying, if it's your will, because this is the purpose of Jesus coming. Know when to pray, if it's your will. Now, I will say this. Sometimes God has turned people, everybody won't get healed. Because sometimes people have been turned over for a reprobated mind. Sometimes people that's been, God been working with them. And Minister Logan and I, when they, they called us to pray for a person that had a, a heart of unforgiveness. And the Lord spoke to us and said he won't do it because she refused to forgive. And he told us that before we got there. And when we got there, that first person, she said, I'll die and go to hell before I forgive. So you don't never know what's going on in a person's mind, but you know what's going on in your mind. So when you go to God, you pray the word. Don't never pray the problem. Pray the word. Woo, Jesus. I'm trying to get through y'all. Woo. See, and that's why I'm a teacher because I've taught all of this and back it up with documented proof. That's why I'm a teacher. Now listen, when you go to God, you first go giving thanks. Don't go to God with a heart of griping and angry and bitter and mad. You go to God in all things. What did he say? In all things, give thanks. In all things. What did he say? In all things, whether you like it or not, in all things, give thanks. Because it could have been worse than what it was. So when you go to God, you go with a heart 
part of Thanksgiving. You might have broke your foot. You give thanks because it could have been worse. It could have been the whole leg cut off. You give thanks and learn to have a thankful heart. When you go into the God, learn to have a thankful heart. And then when you got a condition, and if you have to mention that condition, you say, God, they said. Don't never take them words on as your own. God, they said. Don't never take and say, I got this and I got that. They said. And God will give you a strategy. He'll tell you what to do. And then you go to God and you pray the answer. But God, you said in your word, by his stripes, I'm here. God, you said that I can overcome. You said that if I stand still, you will fight my battle. He said, bring, put me in remembrance. Why is he telling you to put him in remembrance? He's telling you to put him in remembrance. Not that he forgets, but he knows that you have to know the word because the word is your battle act. And he knows when you say the word, Satan hear the word and all things give thanks. I don't care how bad it looks. Give thanks in all things. So when you go to God, you go to him with a heart of thanksgiving, praising and thanking him. And then you get up. Once you receive that thing by faith, let's see what he says here. Okay, listen what he said. He says, let us therefore fear, this is Hebrew 4, let us therefore fear, lest they promise being left of us of entering into the rest. Any of you should seem to come short of, okay? All right, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into the rest. Okay, when they give you a bad report, when they give you bad news, you go okay and and as i said negativity in that shut your mouth don't say it out loud but talk to god and you receive he say whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but believe those things which he say Believe those things which he say. Believe those things which he say. See the, the power of saying. Your saying is what activates the word. Believe those things which he say shall come to pass. All right. Now come to pass. This is coming to pass. When you pray, this is coming to pass. It's coming to pass. Now, going back to now, faith is the substance. So when you go to God, Whatever you're praying for, you always receive it when now. You have to know the difference between now and the process of time. Now, now, when you go to God, now faith is. When you ask God for something, you receive that thing now. You receive it today. Today you hear my voice. Today God never deals in the past. He never deals in anything but now because he is. So when you go to God, you receive. You don't go to God saying one day I believe to be here. Or someday because one day, someday is not on the calendar. You got to go to God today, Father, I'm here. Today I stand on your word. Today. Father, I receive my healing. When you go to God, you receive when you always receive now. You got to know the difference between now and the process of time. Now, when you go to God and receive now, that means you got that thing and you believe when you pray that I got it. Where do you have it at? You got it in the spirit. Hallelujah. You got it in the spirit. Can y'all hear me? Are you hearing me? I see somebody lost the audio. Are you? Is anybody else hearing me? 
You got that thing in the now. You got it now. Hallelujah. You got it now. You got it now. When you pray, you got that thing now. Now, when you pray, believe that you receive. See, you got that thing now. So from that moment on, you got it now. You give praise, you give thanks. When the enemy come on you, he going to put the heat on you because he's coming back full steam. He got to see if he can make you doubt God. He got to see if he can make you doubt yourself. He got to see if he can make you doubt the word. So he's going to come and put everything he got on you, but you stand on the word. You stand and you always confess, God, I thank you for healing me. God, I thank you for delivering. You don't go back begging that prayer again, but you thank him every time the devil put the heat on you. You go back and you praise him and you thank him. Why are you praising him and thanking him? Because it's already done and you got it now. Hallelujah. So when you get it now, understand the difference between now and the process of time. The process of time is a manifestation. The word of God said joy may, weeping may endure for a night. That process of time is that weeping that endure for a night. And God is not talking about an overnight. He's talking about a, 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 the night. Your child may be your darkest night. It may, it, it may endure for a night. Weeping may endure for a night. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. So that come to pass is that joy that cometh in the morning. But your problem is, the only thing you have to worry about is receiving it now. When you get it, you got it now. And you don't let nothing take away that now. It's yours. You got that. It's yours. Now let me tell you something. Whew, that rascal gonna put the heat on you. Cause he gonna, he got to try to make, he got to try to break it. So he gonna juice it up. He going to send everybody. Let me tell you, when I was going through healing, man, he had everybody. I'll tell you, I was getting phone calls of everybody dying, who died. I mean, back to back. It seemed like everybody want to tell you somebody who died or somebody who got it or whatever. You got to see that rascal. You got to know his, his mode of operation. Hallelujah. So now, what happened now, you got that thing by faith. But you got to stand till it's manifested in this realm. Okay? And this is where the heat may get on you. It's going to get on you. I'm going to tell you now. Satan going to put some juice to you because he don't want you escaping out of his camp. You know, if down there, once you go to a menorah prison, you know, you, you, um, you, 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 don't, you no longer have a name. You're a number. But when you start talking this faith and talking about walking with God and, and, and strengthening and with God and all that, that devil, gonna, you're going to make that devil know who you are. He's going to find out who you are because he don't want you to escape out of his camp. Because he knows once you learn how to walk the walk of faith, his, his, his gig is up. So now listen, understand when you pray and ask God, it's always now. But don't get your now mixed up with the manifestation of, of time or the joy that cometh in the morning. And why is it now? Because your body, your soul, and your spirit. And this is another thing. God will put you in the trials of life to, to cut asunder your body, your soul, and your spirit. He'll cut asunder your soul and your spirit. Because how many of us, sometimes we couldn't even, until you 
growing God. You can't even tell your soul from your spirit. They just so much intertwined. So what God does, he puts you in the trials of life and he cuts asunder that soul and spirit. And this is where I can hear distinctly when God is speaking. I can hear distinctly when the devil is speaking because of the four years that I walked through cancer, God was right there giving me consolation and always a soothing. It was always soothing with the word. But that devil was over here talking about you're going to die. You know you're going to die. You know you get the wheel ready because you know you're not going to live. See, that taught me the difference between these two. So your body, your soul, and your spirit. So when God say receive now, listen, receive now, where are you receiving it at? Everything that you need is in the spirit world. That's where it's finished at. So when you go to prayer, you pray and worship God in spirit and in truth. When you go to God, you pray with your spirit. And when you ask God for something, it comes to your spirit. That's where you got it now. This is your now. It's in your spirit. And this is why you praise him and thank him because it's already done in the spirit. You've been listening to Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is, brought to you by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries in Murfreesboro. They're located at 420 South Street, and you can join them for their Sunday morning worship services at 1130 a.m. Tune in again next time for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. In your life